podcast galaxy. They've scoured through the holocrons, worked on the spice mines of Kessel, but now they've gone rogue. This is Rogue Sons. And welcome in again. Uh, this We're is uh, Rogue Sons. We are back from a you know two day vacation. No, um, we yeah, had, it definitely wasn't, it wasn't a vacation. A, wasn't a vacation. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Life is busy. Um, so, yeah, we're back to talk about some Star Wars. Yep. As usual, I'm, I'm going to say it this time. I'm Thaden, and this is Kieran. Normally, he's, he does that part, but yeah. I forget to do it quite Yeah, often, that happens, so. too. I forget about it, too. You intro the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian, uh, episode two of season two. Uh, we'll be doing that every week, because... Yeah. That's what Star Wars fans want right now, yeah. and uh, that's new content <laughs> we're getting. Talk about it too. Yeah. Well, after the show's done, we'll go back because we, we won't have new content for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got to cover it while it's coming out. Um, we're also going to talk about some underrated things uh, in the Star Wars universe, just in general. And uh, we'll be talking about, well, I'll be talking about some of the Legends canon stuff that I've been reading lately, or I guess more appropriately listening to lately from audiobooks, as we go through a little bit more of what Luke is in canon now versus what Luke is um, in, in the Legends. Legends. So, yeah, with Boba Nat, too. Yes, we could. Soon. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I know you're happy about that. Well... We do know that he has no eyebrows in the new. That's true. Canon versus. I think that's pretty cool. No, it looks funny. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, let's get into some Mando episode two talk. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be full spoilers, <laughs> and uh, let's start off with just one question. We already know each other's answers to this, but for the audience, Kieran, what did you think of this episode? I disliked it. I thought it was. Hot trash. <laughs> First time I saw it, it was like, ah, this is okay, and I think I'm probably missing stuff. And then I saw some people on YouTube, I watched some videos that reviewed it, and I was like, okay, no, I see some stuff they were going for, and like themes and stuff of the episode that I just didn't pick up on. And then I watched it again, I watched it with my dad, and um, no, it sucks. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad, yeah. yeah. It, there's so much stuff. It's just like, it's just a bunch of stuff that, happens to happen to him like it he he mando doesn't really take part in most of what happens he just like he stumbles onto some like bounty hunter guys then he stumbles onto a bounty that leads him to mandalorians or will lead him to mandalorians and then he stumbles onto some x-wings and then he stumbles into this cave and then they stumble onto some spiders and then they <laughs> stumble back into their ship and then those x-wing guys just happen to find their way to them and save them and that's it <laughs> And then they're at the the worst <laughs> one of the worst parts was at the end they save him and he's like you guys want to help me with my ship and they're like we won't arrest you bye what <laughs> you're like fuck off why didn't you you're leaving him to die <laughs> yeah Jesus man oh man Weird. um well why don't we I, there's tons of bad to go through yes why don't we since we are the rogue sons it's we are. True. That covered I most of it. For the me. most rogue, that's just the general theme. 
the most rogue thing about us is that we're mostly positive. That's the, it's that's true. how we are rogue Star Wars fans. That's true. I know that uh, our IRB friends are probably going to be stunned that we didn't like the episode. Yeah, they don't know that yet, I don't think. I, when, Sean, when Sean says, like, oh, man, like, uh, I bet these guys are going to love it. Yeah, and I, gonna, I'm excited <laughs> for that because I'm going to play yeah. into it. As you uh, may hear later tonight... Uh, the show will be up just barely before that, but you know, if you tuned in or will tune into that, you're gonna hear us do that. So yes, into yes. the Imperial Remnant broadcast on Fandom Empire. Definitely check that out. I am going to post that on our Facebook right before. So yeah. I, if you guys have a chance, you can listen to it. But yeah, so yeah, watch it. Fit, fitting with us, then yeah. What's so the, the more good positive stuff. So <laughs> I really did like. Uh, I like the actors who were the X-wing pilots. Uh, the yeah. one guy is an actor from Kim's Convenience, and it's yeah, been made a big that. deal. That I, did, I didn't know about that. He's my, part of my it. My dad told me actually. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Which yeah. Is surprising. From what I heard earlier, he's uh, Korean Canadian, oh, and that's cool. uh, Canadian. he was really also Korean. I mean, that's cool too. He was really uh, excited to be on the show. There wasn't an interview yeah, with him. I was looking at. I, I passed by it at work, so I didn't actually listen to the interview, but. Yeah, I heard that he was he's like a big Star Wars fan, so this is like really cool for him. And yeah. he does a good job. I, I Yeah, like, I thought it was cool. Production wise, this episode is really good. It's just story wise kind of and plot wise, I think it yeah. falls apart a lot. The other but, thing uh, I, yeah. one of the other things I liked off the top of my head was the giant ant that she was playing cards with. Oh yeah, Doctor Mandible. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Mandible. Yeah. He's in the season one Tatooine episode two for like a second. Oh, okay, when I they didn't go notice to the cantina. That. They show like they show an up close shot of his face, but it's like just a second, and then he shows yeah. up again here. That's funny. which was yeah. awesome. It was funny, <laughs> and actually R five or R no, it's R five. R five. He's in there again, and that's where you first see him in season one of Mando. Yeah, which is cool as well, and so that was cool, and I liked seeing the mechanic again. The other thing I, I mean, I was just listening to last week's episode um, before I came, and you called the lady hanger lady. Yeah. But the funny part was it, when I thought about it, I was thinking like an old lady who just collects <laughs> like hangers, like coat hangers. Uh, she's not that kind of hanger. Instead lady, of an old probably. cat lady who at least is like serves some sort of purpose. At least there's a living creature cats. involved. Yeah, she just like collects hangers and yeah, well, maybe. Hang. We've never seen her closet. She kind of looks like she could be that, too. <laughs> it's possible. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah I, I liked seeing her again, and I, I liked... There it was added still good some, Easter eggs. It added some depth to her character, other than just being yeah. a nurturing lady, that she was, like, gambling... Scamming this guy. And scamming the guy, <laughs> and then, yeah. also, later on, uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I, I would put... I'd vouch for, you know, I'd vouch for this yeah. person, and he's like, wait, oh, I'm not and a taxi. He's like... Something. Did you even know this person? She's like, yeah, I, you know, like two hours ago I did, you know? I think she <laughs> says, like, like, I met her ten minutes ago. Yeah. Even. Yeah. And yeah. So it was. It, it adds more depth to her character. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, yeah. I, I don't like that plot thing specifically, that she met her ten minutes ago, but yeah. it does add something to her character, which yeah. I do like. So that's good. Well, I think she must have been exaggerating because ten, must have taken them ten minutes to get to where her house or something like that. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, yeah, it must have been a bit of an exaggeration, but yeah. Um, I also like the opening scene with the bounty hunters, or I guess, yeah, they're bounty hunters trying to get Baby Yoda on Tatooine, and, like, they've set up the trap for Mando while he's on the speeder bike. Oh, yes, I yeah. like how it continues right from the last episode, and I don't necessarily want every episode to have 
something that feels so unrelated to the main story. Yeah. But, I mean, for what it was, it was good. Yeah. And um, Was that I, character I like, from uh, The Force Awakens? I was just about to mention that. Yeah. That's actually a species. They're called Tito's. So when oh, she says, okay. when, when she, she says calls the guy Tito, Tito yeah. in the movie, that's the species, like how in the last episode, Cobb Vanth called the Weakway bartender Weakway. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. Um, I know that because it's in the Before the Awakening, I think, I think that's what it's called, the book. Um, one of the junior novels for Before Force Awakens came out. Okay. And there's, like, she talks about Tito's. There's multiple of them. Oh, it's okay. like Jawas, too. You'd call it Jawa, Jawa, if yeah. you saw one because you don't know their name. And you're probably not able to say it. So, yeah, it's the same kind of thing. And I think that's cool. And I like to see stuff like that where it's like, hey, this character or this species that we saw once before on a desert planet, too. It's just weird to show think up about. <laughs> because, like, you know, if you see another human, yeah, know, it doesn't matter do or whatever. But if you see, like, a, a cat and you're like, hey, cat, get out of here. You're not going to be like, <laughs> yeah, hey, you what's your work. name? Yeah, you, that's kind of how it would be. Because so, you ne- can't necessarily communicate with them. Yeah. Not like they're animals, but the communication part. You're more just yelling at them or whatever, trying to get their attention. Yeah. That's so, yeah, cool. I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I like that. And, uh, yeah, the fight was cool. And then also when he stole the jetpack and then yeah, they what did sent you, him up. What do you think about the jetpack flying back to him? Oh, oh yeah, and landing just yeah. like that. It's funny because, like, I thought, I thought it was... So stupid. I thought it was dumb because it doesn't obviously make sense based on... Yeah. Like, I don't know how that would work yeah but then it fell over and i was like okay for some reason that made it okay for me that helps a bit it would be more annoying if it stood up straight to me yeah but i still think it was stupid it it was the same kind of stupid as the helicopter lightsabers in rebels (laughs) which is like i I saw it and i was like oh no it's not as bad as that (laughs) it's not as bad it's the same kind of stupid though Go, go, gadget, lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. This just led me to picture, like, what if Mando walked into a bar and then, like, his jetpack just flew in behind him, like, hovering <laughs> over the ground. Like, that would be so stupid, like, but now that could happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The so, jetpack so anyway. becomes a character. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I'd hate that. So, those <laughs> were the things that we funny. liked. Did anything else you can think of that you liked? Um, oh, you know what? I did like... The- Oh, I did ahead. like the character uh, who had the eggs. I thought that the character looked cool. And the, the frog I- lady that the internet is really horny about. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> it's really weird. Also, uh, like the idea of having to transport the eggs and then not be able to go to light speed. I liked that idea. Yeah, I thought that was cool. It the just setup didn't, was cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I thought it was going to lead to... <laughs> I thought it was going to lead to like some cooler sci-fi-ish stuff. Yeah, but like, no, it's just a snow planet. I also and then thought spiders we already saw when, when I thought that uh, when when Baby Yoda ate the egg, I thought Baby Yoda was gonna like spit the egg out later, and then yeah, like it would be fertilized me. or something. Or well, not fertilized, but like that it, bothered it would, me at first. Like Baby Yoda was protecting the eggs, which I have heard as still a theory. But I doubt it. He I don't think. Stuff. I think he, he just eats it. Too. <laughs> and, and I know a lot of people have problem a problem with this because they want but Baby Yoda. They want Baby Yoda to be like super wise Yoda. They don't realize it's not like it, it's not necessarily though like the most intelligent. Yeah, like, that's my issue. Isn't that I don't have an issue with Baby Yoda doing that. I just feel like the writers should have stopped it from actually happening. Or, yeah. like, make it happen only once instead of playing it up for a laugh every time. 
Yeah. He eats one of the guy, one of the lady's children in front of her while she's sleeping at the end. And that's the <laughs> that's so cute yeah. ending. He's like, what the hell? That's its child. <laughs> it helps, though. Um, I didn't remember this the first time, but they do mention that the eggs are not fertilized. That's the whole point. They need to go yeah. there so they can get fertilized. Not, yeah, I, I was thinking yet. it was just so they could hatch there. Yeah. But it helps because it's it hasn't begun the stages of development yet. Yeah. So I don't let's know if go, it's life. Let's We're go not going to talk about that. Let's a lot. go through this on but, the um, podcast. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I, it helps, but it, I still don't like it. I still would have rather not. We'll have it. a discussion about the Borat scene where he's in with the. Oh God. <laughs> with, <laughs> with his daughter. With his daughter. I put topper. the baby in there. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Go see yeah, Borat two Borat. subsequent movie film. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> It's um, fantastic. There was something else that was positive I wanted to say. Oh, the the chase. The chase, although it totally didn't have to happen, the like Mando and the X Wings. Yep. Because they just they're like, hey, we weren't gonna arrest you at the end. Yeah. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> the, the, the chase itself is actually really cool. Um I like seeing the Razor Crest fly like that because uh, it's not a great ship. Yeah. <laughs> you can see, like, all the time it, was it kind of skills. just falls apart. And, like, he's good at flying. Yeah. But, like, that ship gets destroyed a lot. Yeah. And, like, I think that's cool because not everyone should have a Millennium Falcon where it, like, it always pulls through and whatever. That well, ship should be reserved for someone who's important, like, really important to the galaxy like Han yeah. Solo is. Because that's why they're important, because that ship... Yeah, but everyone him, else... This is I a mean, side story, so I feel everyone like... Everyone else has a not, modified freight, like a modified, like, uh, a transport ship, right? Yeah. Like, or, like, a modified cargo ship. Mando's the Razor Crest, in the first episode, they, the blue guy says, like, this is a Razor Crest. So, like, there's lots of them out there. Yeah. And he could recognize it, too. It's not like... I, I guess people do talk about recognizing Carillion, I'm just like saying, the Millennium Falcon, but that you never actually see one. I'm just saying, like, your regular, you know, your regular citizen, and he's a bounty hunter, but he's a citizen, Yeah, shouldn't have, like, uh, yeah. an X-Wing, right? Yeah. Because that's a military ship. It's a fighter. Right? Uh, you should like, have a ship that can that be, would be like, a bounty hunter. That would be like a bounty hunter in our... You know, in our universe, in Earth, having a tank. I mean, like, <laughs> I use true. a tank. Like, <laughs> no, true. you use a car, and then you yeah. get to use a gun with beanbag bullets or yeah. you know, rubber bullets or whatever. Like, you don't get to do whatever you want. Yeah, you're still just a yeah, person. You're, you're, like, the, he's, he's not job. the best bounty hunter in the galaxy or anything. He's just yeah. a bounty hunter. He's better than a lot of them because he's a Mandal- Mandalorian, but... He's done away a lot more than uh, Boba Fett ever did. It's true. I agree with you on that, luckily. Um, so, so anyways, um, is now there any the other stuff you want to touch on? Uh, I think I can talk got about it all like. out. Uh, I mean, touched on the bad already a bunch of times. Well, we <laughs> kind of did. You kind of just muttered a lot of stuff. It was all crap. It was just like he. The story just a bunch of stuff. Just like. Happened. It, it wasn't like Mando, Mando, you know, in like episode three of season one where he chooses to go back for Baby Yoda and then he has to fight through. Yeah. It's not like it was a choice to do anything that happened here. It was just you have to take this passenger. You got you, you crashed. Now you just stumble upon yeah. some spiders. It's true. It's like, uh, I mean, he comes in so lazy. <laughs> he comes in. They're playing cards. 
And then he's like, she's like, you didn't find any Mandalorians? And he's like, no, I found the armor. (laughs) And then he's like, you know, whatever. And then she's like, oh, like uh, this uh, ant guy, he knows where Mandalorian are. Yeah. Like, what? Like, why? She didn't know where Mandalorians were. Why are you holding on to this information? Yeah. Like, did, is she just asking everyone she knows now? She's like, I got a Mandalorian. She could have. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It it's seems weird. like it seems like it's pretty rare information. It's weird for her to ask that and someone actually have the information. <laughs> the only thing we can't whine about is we really don't know where it's going because he true. hasn't got there yet. Yeah. So that's another thing that I didn't like about this episode, though. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. It could have just he could have just flown to this other system, and that was it. It could have been this whole episode could have happened over the course of literally no time. It could yeah. have just been a transition. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, the events wouldn't have happened, but <sighs> they don't affect anything. Well, I it's really weird. loved the first episode, so... Yeah, the first episode was great. I still <laughs> think it's going to be great going forward. Um, and, like, the production value was high in this. The acting was good, and the effects were good, but... Yeah, yeah. It's just it's gonna be It's going to be the Spider episode, and it's going to be the one that I want to skip when I watch it again. But. I'll probably enjoy it more when there's another one after, too. That's another thing. Like, this didn't feel like it had much of a real conclusion... Yeah. So when there's another episode, and there is this will just be yeah, a middle chapter. It'll just be a part of the story that happened. The spiders are are cool, and uh, they uh, didn't like him though. <laughs> you know who didn't I'm fine like with him? Spiders, you know who didn't like him, Alicia. Oh yeah, that's not she didn't watch like twenty minutes of the episode. <laughs> I've also been hearing that uh, from funny. a bunch of people. Like they're terrified of spiders, so they literally couldn't watch the episode. <laughs> it was funny because like she had her blanket over her face and. She's like, just tell me when it's done. I'm like, I don't think it's going to end. (laughs) And then I was like, there's small, medium, and large spiders. (laughs) And and Brendan, my cousin, was watching it uh, with us. And he was like, except the huge ones are not just like large. They're They're, like, they're giant. (laughs) It's true. Uh. Because it's like, it's honestly like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, a thimble and a shot glass. And then like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like small, medium, large. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. And uh, I was fine with that. But the thing that bothers me about the spiders is two things. Um, they look exactly like the Krikna spiders from Rebels, which would be okay, I guess. But I don't like it because that was clearly a hot planet, and this is an ice-cold planet, so how how, how are they alive? That's not know. how animals work, or insects, whatever. Um, and then the other thing, uh, apparently one of the people who worked on it, like on the spiders, yep. said they're a different species, and he, oh, so uh, he doesn't necessarily, I think it was a guy, the person doesn't necessarily have the authority to say that, I don't think, but as yeah. far as we know now, like, sure, that's the explanation, mm-hmm. just because he's not part of the story group or anything. Um, he's not the keeper of the holocron. Yeah, that is, I'm pretty sure that's Pablo Badalco, the actual title. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, okay, if it's a different species, then, like, why do they look exactly the same as these other species? <laughs> They look one hundred percent the same. Black bears. They don't look exactly the same though. One's white, one's black. (laughs) There's differences. We definitely don't want those spiders looked exactly the same. We definitely don't want giant black colored spiders because then they'd look (laughs) too much like real spiders. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, then that would ruin my brain. I would have been fine. Like I I think it would have been cool if like they were on a crashed ship, 
Like if there was a ship crashed in there and there were eggs laying in there. You know what that would have been that would have perfectly explained it. I would have been completely fine with it. And I would have liked the episode a lot more if that was the case. You know what else bothered me? He'd like run for like 20, <laughs> 20 steps and then turn around and shoot Stop like four shooting. of them and then <laughs> run more. It's like, and that's terrible. Like, you know just what keep else? running. Like, you know what else was really weird? Yeah. There's a huge bunch of spiders all clearly hatching. Yeah. Some of them start coming through this cave entrance and he just stands and he's like, Wow. He just stands and watches. And he has a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> he should have just burned all of them. He I feel like he's so many of the baby not ones. trying to use up his flamethrower power. I was thinking maybe that, but like Because they explained that with the they explained so that with the missiles. With There's the so many spiders. Like yeah. he should have just done it. <laughs> he could have really, so many of the baby ones if, right if away. He, if he has or one of those. Or when they're climbing up through the, when they start going up the ladder, he could have just done it there. If he has one of those backpack missiles, he should have just blew up the cave and run. Yeah. I don't think he does, but he, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. I, it, I it wasn't the worst thing, I guess, because yeah, you could say he's trying to save fuel, but like, it still bugged me. It sticks out. Well, if there's, like you know, if there's a million spiders running after you, you don't turn around, shoot five and then run more and then turn around. Yeah, and shoot that's five. Like too. you're letting the rest of them all catch up. He really should have just run and held his gun behind him and shot. Yeah. Like there's a lot of them. You're going to hit a lot of them and there's not ammo. I don't think it seemed like guns. tactically it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And then I did like the idea of his ship being so beaten up and everything. But anyways, let's not spend too much more time yeah. on this. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not pissed off at the show or like oh no I don't think I'm the show is going to be terrible for going forward week or anything. And yeah I'm still whatever. pretty much as excited as I would have been yeah hopefully it's uh it's uh the beginning of something that ends up going somewhere cooler I think it will be I think next episode is going to be quite cool because they'll be at another Mandalorian story yeah but yeah so that that's our thoughts <laughs> all right you know what let's do. Do you want to do you want to do some uh, your underrated? Yeah. Let's so do your underrated. I have well, we both kind of have Do we have talk a but I think. Do we have a we don't have a drop for this. Let's do underrated Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, my underrated oh, thing so is <laughs> okay. <laughs> right after they did that all I thought it was underage drinking. <laughs> From, uh, but you should also watch Clone High. Clone High, watch <laughs> Clone High too. No one has watched it. So Hello, my friend. Underage drinking. Yeah, that's just. Okay, fine. <laughs> anyways, go on. Um, so the an underrated thing about Star Wars that I really, really, really like, even though it's not always the case, as you get really mad about, um, characters who die are usually actually dead. That does not happen in a lot of stuff that I watch, at least like. I used to watch Arrow and The Flash and those shows <laughs> yeah. and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, like, not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as much, but Anything the CW shows and medium. comics in general yeah. and, well, maybe not so much yeah. comic movies, but, yeah, like, everybody comes back. There's so many times where, like, an important character dies and they come back and you don't feel anything when anyone dies because you know they are going to come back. It's not even, like... They're probably going to come back, or they could come back. Like, they're going to come they're back. They're just, yeah, they're always... It happens every single time, unless it's a minor character. And, yeah, that drives me insane, because <laughs> it really ruins a lot of things, and I think that's kind of a thing I don't like about Legends. That's where Maul and Boba came back when they should have been dead. 
Yep. And uh, even, like, Galen Merrick, uh, Starkiller from The Force Unleashed, he came back. He should have just stayed dead. Yep. He came back through cloning, but they really half-assed that but story they, yeah. as well. So, like, it's it's weird. That, it doesn't matter whether it's clo- uh, cloning or bringing the back from the dead. or back. Yeah. Yeah, if they... Yeah. And, and like, the new canon... And, I mean, the old canon doesn't do it all the time, I don't think. But, like... Yeah, like, people don't come back all that often. If you see someone die, they are actually dead. Even, like, Han Solo kind of coming back in Rise of Skywalker. That wasn't Han Solo is back. That was Ben Solo is having, like, a trauma-ridden, like, hallucination. Yeah. Like, that's for sure what that is. No, yeah. It's it's not a Force ghost. It's not, like, it's not actually Han Solo. It's just a figment of his imagination. And, I don't know, even, like... Even, like, Yoda and stuff, like, they could have had him come back more in the sequels, but he showed up once, and it was really good, in my opinion. And, like, they didn't overdo it, and, yeah, I don't know. It's something that I really, really like. Yeah, that's actually, that's quite neat. It's also, I think it's partly helped by the fact that Star Wars jumps around the timeline so much. So if you have a character that becomes popular, yeah. just go to earlier in their life before they died. Yeah, that's you can do true. That that's what I always <laughs> thought. Like when 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 characters die, it's like, but there's so much. There's always so much more you can go back to. Yeah, or you can have them. I like that. Come back in a way that I, I mean, why not have them come back in a way that their protege or their son is becomes something or whatever. It's like yeah, their legacy. There's no on. yeah yeah because that's. That's something in real life, right? Yeah. You know? That's how that's, people kind of stay alive after they die. That's they why my remembered. daughter's crazy, because she's a little me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, oh, what, or, you know, that's why uh, Thaden spends uh, thousands of dollars on toys, because I implanted his brain that that it's was true. a really good thing to do. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and now brother ever. he uses his paychecks on... Star Wars jump? That, I have a shelf that is, like, 100% covered. It's a big shelf. 100% covered in Star Wars stuff. Um, That's $2,000. Right? It is, probably. And yeah. I owned almost none of that a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty Ooh, bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. But I didn't buy 100% of it. Some of it was, like, I got from other people. But most of it I bought. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fun. That's cool. Yeah, Star Wars is great. I wasn't going to say... Anyways. <laughs> I wasn't going to say underrated, but um, I I wanted to specifically bring this up. When I went back and watched the uh, Star Wars, I... Well, I, you know the what? I brought, this, Wars. I brought this up in a previous episode. Now that I think about it. We can talk about it. Well, I was just going to say that I really... Like, I like a lot of the, like, creatures that they bring out. And we did have an episode where we, we talked, talked a bit about, about that, but I but mean, like, I like porgs. <laughs> yeah, porgs are great. I think they're I also great. love the story behind why they exist. Uh, we I know that we went over that. <laughs> we we too, have talked yeah. about that too. Um, yeah. They are just puffins being CGI'd out of the movie. And I've also talked about how I like uh, hilarious. how I like the like crazy Jabba the Hutt palace scenes and stuff like that, and yeah. Maz Kanata's and stuff like that. I mean, you mentioned already Doctor Mandible. Yeah, I really hope true. we get a Black Series figure of him. Oh, my God. Oh, man, yeah, that would be great. I'd buy so many. <laughs> I guess even Anyways, another um, thing is, like, when you go through the Legends canon, which segues really well into uh, the, books. the books that I'm going through right now, 
Um, there's a whole bunch of species that you have to like look Imagine. up to see what they look like as well. Yeah, there's lots of them I think that are like just have, and stuff as well. Do you know what a Kamasi looks like? I feel like I do, but I don't know. Man, so I feel like I've heard that species before. There is uh, a Jedi Knight in um, what's the series called? Is the one that you're reading? Yeah. Uh, it's I not Legacy of the Force. It's, um... Well, who is the character? <laughs> uh, the character is Elagos. Uh, okay. And, uh... I actually feel like I stumbled onto them recently. Onto that name, but I don't know the character at all. He's, a. Uh, he, he, it's cool. He's, a uh, really... He seems to be, like, a really even, even-tempered oh, no, Jedi. And I believe he becomes, like, a senator later on after... Yeah, that's cool. I'm going through the, uh... The Yuuzhan Vong War, and um, it's really cool too. You also have to picture what they look like in your head. I mean, yeah, you get the book covers. Yeah, you get the book covers, and, and but like they describe think, really I feel crazy like it's things. Not really, comics, and yeah, they're wild. I know yeah. that they're like really weird. <laughs> yeah, well, they're really they, they have like that's um, the whole idea of them. The the whole idea is like they only use organic. They hate technology. Yeah. So like their the armor, it is cool too. Their armor is like Bane's armor. It's like the Orbalisk armor, yeah. right? Out of beetle type it's things. Tough. Their armor is crazy. Like <laughs> yeah, like it looks like stone, sort of. It's all not it's, stone, like obsidian. I feel like yeah, yeah. That, I guess that might be a type. Yeah, of rock, it's like that. But yeah. yeah, but it's it's well, black. It but yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like it's all sorts of crazy bugs and stuff like that. And their ships are made out of coral. Yeah, I They're remember called you coral skippers, recently. and uh, basically they hate technology. Anyone who uses technology, and their belief is that like their religion is like that pain is the only thing that life yeah, is about. I forgot about that. Um, which is weird because we talk about the Jedi having like a Zen Buddhist type thing going on, whereas that is actually kind of a Buddhist thing as well. Is that yeah. life is about suffering specifically? This is masochism. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think. It's yeah. sadism or masochism. Masochism is on the self. I feel like I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Um. So pain. They like pain. Yeah, they like pain. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, they're all about pain, and they're all about like not denying that life is about pain, and like that they think the Jedi and people are weak because they try to run away from painful stuff and they try mm. to make their lives perfect and stuff like that. That's really um, cool. That's part of their... I, I, do you know why they are like that? They have gods. So, because I know... Because I... Uh, Elagos says, like, uh, says, like, if you have gods, then don't you think, like, you guys have an actual reason for living? Like, what's your philosophy and whatever? And Yeah. Yeah. They, I didn't know about that specifically. But that, I guess that makes sense. They have, like, priests and stuff, too, don't they? Yeah. Because I remember that from the Star Wars minis game. Yeah, they have more, like, war priests and stuff like that. It's more yeah. of a kind of, like... They're very warlike people, aren't they? They are. Yeah, they're they're all yeah. They're, they're all warriors. <laughs> they're all warriors. They're all taking and over, and they have like the a, of war. There's also they have a there. very much like a Klingon type of vibe to them, where they're like you know like, you know the honor, honor of battle, and I'm yeah. stronger than you. Mandalorian and too. Survival of the fittest, and you know like they they obviously get put through so much pain in order to advance in in their you know ranks. Yeah. So, and they all have scars and stuff all over their body, and they're proud of those and things yeah. like that, too. Um, but That's, anyways, 
Um, it's cool that you have to imagine all of these things. Uh, so it's a really cool reason to get into legends, but like, um, yeah, just like it's, I, one thing that I really like about Star Wars this is where I was going with it is that you can find a character that you can kind of like, there's an endless supply of characters that you can get behind and try to find out about. And like, yeah. if I were went around and told everybody that my favorite, like, the Star Wars character is Corrin Horn. A lot of Star Wars fans would be like, "Who?" And I'd be like, "Read this book. Read yeah. this book." Like, Afra. He's me. awesome. Or Hondo. Yeah, or Afra. They're both like, up there. There's definitely gonna Zero. be lots of girls who love Doctor Afra yeah. and are like, "Man, that's a character for me." Yeah, which is great. It's like, not a common thing in Star Wars. It's a well. It's also like uh, harkens back wasn't. to like Princess Leia being one of the original like. She looks awesome. Like she's super hot, but she like runs around she's telling. A she runs around telling guys what to <laughs> she's do. Like five shooting foot guns nothing, and, stuff and like that. she's one of the scariest people in the Rebel yeah. Alliance. <laughs> yeah, which is cool, and they play that up a lot in the comics too, which is something I find well, really cool. Because it's, it's there the, all the time. She was one of the first characters to be like. I mean, she's you know, a badass. Yeah, you have <laughs> Disney princesses who like get saved by princes. I mean, not until the recent ones where they all pretty much kick ass, but... Yeah. Um, it, it used to be more like that. Yeah. Damsel in distress kind of thing. Used to more, be more, yeah. More of the common story it was that you'd hear. right after the 90s. Like, we had, like... We still had, like, uh, The Little Mermaid. We had Ariel, and uh, we had... I mean, I guess Jasmine kind of stuck up for herself, but... Uh, Belle and stuff like that. They were, like, courageous in a way, but not in the same way that, like, Merida and, yeah. like... Mulan and yeah, yeah. Some of these. Are, anyways, we're not a Disney. And Leia. <laughs> I was gonna say we're not a Disney, a Disney podcast, princess. but we are kind of are. Yeah, um, <laughs> we are. We are in a way. Um, from a certain point of view. Let's say so. I'm gonna tell you what I learned uh, from the books, yeah. and um, so to go on with our our like discovery of of like what happens to Luke. Um, yeah. So I read a couple books that were super boring. Oh, that's fun. And I skipped to, uh, <laughs> so I skipped back to this because I had read it before and I, you know, liked it. So I was like, okay, let's go back to this series of books. Um, it's for the life of me, I can't remember what they're called. Are you reading the Yuzen Vong ones, the yeah. one you're talking about now? Yeah. Is Luke alive during that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought so, He's but the, I'm pretty sure that's farther in the future than a lot of the things. It's like 20 I feel years? like it's past Thrawn. It is past Thrawn. Okay, yeah. Thrawn's like five years after, I think, and well, he's like mostly, like, mostly right after, but okay, yeah. it goes all I the way up to it, so yeah, know. it goes all the way up to there, and I think this is like twenty years after, so okay. Yeah. But Luke is like the grandmaster of the Jedi. He's rebuilt the Jedi. Um, there's a better job still in Legends. Uh, there's a there's a growing faction. Like he he ends up being kind of like, well, he's like the president of the Jedi. I don't know, but. Uh, he doesn't really like doing it very much or, you know, he, he says that he doesn't, you know, like, why do I have to do all this? Like, this is so hard. Um, yeah. Because there's two like growing factions. It feels like he would be meant to do yeah. forever because he grew up as a farm boy. There's two growing factions in the Jedi at this point and uh, there's, there's Jedi who are more like Clone Wars Jedi and they're like, we need to go and police the world and do this. And then there's Jedi who are like, we need to learn about the Force and 
You know, we, we only use the force to defend people there's, and things like that. There's Jedi as a religion and Jedi as an organization, sort of. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, and uh, I know I mentioned Kip Duran last time I talked about the books as well. He was the one who used the Sun Crusher to, like, destroy a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I remember he, that. He turned back to be he turned back to being a good character at the end of those books uh he ended up like uh he ended up using the sun crusher to destroy the bad guys and uh and destroy it and uh he actually put himself in a tiny crate that was like almost too small for a human he had to break some of his bones and oh. shipped himself back. I would say that is too put himself for into a human, really. Put him, it was actually like, it's like the black box for this spaceship, like the information yeah, like or whatever. The recording and then uh, Han went to go pick it up, and then he was in there. So <laughs> you thought he was dead, but he wasn't. Anyways. That's, actually, that's really cool. That was kind of cool. Very creative. That yeah, was cool. Um, yeah. But Kip is like the leader of that faction, and that then also uh, of the, yeah, of, yeah, like going around just like, forcing people to do what's right. Um, and uh, it's cool because Han's uh, sons, Jason and Anakin, uh, Jaina's kind of on the opposite side as well, but it's more framed as a Jason and Anakin thing. Anakin is like, oh, Kip's here. He's like, I'm... He's, like, he's, he's excited. Yeah, he's excited. Oh, he's no. like, and That's he, not good. Because anything I know about the last Anakin, it doesn't go well to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyways, yeah. He, um, he's excited and he's part of that too. He thinks like he trains lightsaber combat all the time. Um, and Jason on the other end doesn't even know if he wants to be a Jedi because he wants to, he wants to kind of take some time off to like connect with the force and understand the force. And he tells Luke, like, he doesn't even know if he wants to be like a Jedi or if he doesn't know this is his path. I like that a lot. It's cool. It's I think really that, I cool. I feel like that's... Well, I haven't read the book, so maybe maybe it's not presented like this, but yep. that sort of relates to Canon Luke, because he says the Jedi need to end. It's yeah. almost like he has had that conversation with someone already, where it's like, maybe the Jedi isn't what's right. I mean, it's yeah. not like necessarily we should just stop paying attention to the Force completely, but maybe being a Jedi, like maybe that order needs to end. Yeah. Yeah. He so. ends up thinking it needs to be, like, fixed more. Yeah. But in episode eight, he's thinking, like, it needs to end. And it sounds like, I forget which one it was. It sounds like one of them is thinking that in Jason. Like, book. Jason. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's really cool. So there's, yeah, two factions. Uh, Corin is part of the other faction as well. Um, he, The police you know, one? He's part of the other faction. The religion one it's yeah it seems like it's more <laughs> i feel like he kind of fits into either i feel like it's more like kip is like wants to run around policing the world and corin wants to like uh you know use the force for honorable means and stuff and like that help people. yeah yeah um not be police though yeah so they feel I, like I feel they feel like the people who are directly under uh, under luke and okay. they argue as well a lot and uh, luke but tries to combat order- this is the order actually split into two, or is it just there's two sides of one order? It's just like, uh, it's kind of like politics in a way, like where, you know, you get the house and you have the uh, the right wing arguing with the left wing. They're both supposed to be part of government. Okay, okay yeah. So they're both considering themselves yeah. Jedi for sure, but yeah. they're arguing no, about Luke, how to be Jedi. Luke calls a meeting with the Jedi, and then, uh, and then he's like, oh my God, how am I supposed to bring this up? And he says like, 
So we need to like do some fact finding missions about the Yuz and Vong, and then you know Kip's like, let's just go and kill them, like oh. <laughs> you know, like let's go, let's go fight oh, them now. No. And then he says like the Jedi are not warriors, like we're we're supposed to defend, and you know, and he says like, well, the only kind of defense we can have right now is by like preemptively Preemptive striking attack. because like mm, that's cool. That's the only way we're gonna survive this. Yeah, and, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it is pretty neat and. Um, I don't know exactly where it's going to go from there. I'm not there. I know yeah. that um, I, I the main Yuzen Vong character, like I mentioned in the Corin episode that we talked about, the main guy fights Corin uh, in like a one-on-one -on -one battle, and it's awesome. And yeah. I remember what happens now more than I did at that point because Corin uh, talks about uh, like a special move that he's been using or that he's been working on, and... Uh, well, I guess I could just... It's actually like he basically tricks someone into trying to strike him and then he turns the lightsaber off and then they swing through him and then he turns yeah, it back cool. on and stabs him. Yeah. He uses it in sparring against Mara Jade and she's like, how... She's like, that was stupid, turning your lightsaber off? And he's like, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, like it's that. funny. And uh, Luke is I watching I like when there's... I think I like Yeah. I've read nothing of him, but he sounds cool. Yeah, though these books are really sounds good. Sounds like a smart guy. These books are really good. I love them. I I was really, I mean, like I said, like I I bought I bought quite a few Star Wars books, and these are the ones that were the most memorable to me. Yeah, and Coran really stuck out, even though like I hadn't read a page about him in like yeah six or good. seven years. I was like, I remember this guy. Happens. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, which I'm yeah, I'm super happy to get back into it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Luke is um, Luke is like always conflicted mentally about like what to do about the Jedi Council now, and he's like, should we do a council? Shouldn't we do a council? Hmm. He's like, should we? Like he he's always very he's not like solid on what to do about it all the time, which is that feels true to Luke's character. Yeah, it feels it feels like that's a lot closer to what that feels close to the Last Jedi. Yeah, to what happens uh, to Luke in the films now. And, yeah, uh, he didn't know what to do, so he seeks someone higher up, as in the original Jedi, to yeah. kind of teach him. It pretty much. Jedi texts. It pretty much feels like that. Like they're so much closer than. And it's a lot think. closer than I thought they would be. It definitely I is. The, the difference might be just the the biggest difference probably is I guess. There's no Kylo Ren. There's no yeah. someone being manipulated by the Emperor who's returning. I know a lot of people have said that, like... Um, or Snoke. That he's and a indirect he's indirect. a combination of of Jason yeah. and... And Anakin. And Anakin, I think. I've heard that he's a combination of it's, some of them. I don't remember who for sure. It's kind of the same as, like, when they do Batman and Robin, and they, like, they're like, well, which Robin is it? And you're like, well... Sort Technically, of it's of this Robin, but like we're gonna do elements from two of them, and they've yeah. done that in several different iterations. Yeah, I've of Batman. seen that before, and it's fine. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like when we get Tim Drake Robin in uh, the Arkham series, he's less like Tim he's Drake a lot Robin more like than Jason anything. Todd, I think. Yeah, or he looks like Jason Todd because he has the shaved head. Well, Which I know also, Jason Todd doesn't, but it like, gives you like the, he doesn't look like Tim Drake like in the comics more. at all. But he yeah. also Which like Jason Todd was he also him. doesn't act very much like Tim Drake. Tim Drake was like a super, super smart genius. kid. Yeah. He was he's actually Tim Drake is kind of like Spider Man. He's like he's a very Peter Parker. Yeah, I could see that from what I remember from the comics. Yeah. But anyways, this isn't Batman talk. No. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, the same kind of thing does apply to Kylo. That's I think. what happens. Yeah, but, I think they. And it's not a bad way to make a character to kind of combine. People are upset people. that there there's no Jaina and Jason. Yeah, I, I get the idea, and I, from what I've Kylo's from what I've heard awesome, in the though. news, like I don't know if any of this is real, but George Lucas is like screaming about making his own sequel trilogy. Oh, I uh, keep hearing about it. I think well, I haven't heard that he's like adamant about it, but I. I basically, I think I've heard, like, he's talked more about his idea for the sequels recently. Yeah. Like, he said Darth Maul was apparently at one point going to be the villain for the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I heard that. Darth Maul and Talon, I think her name is. uh, Twilight. I heard that, yeah. From the one Sith. Um, But that's kind of funny, because that means he was going to take that from Legends continuity, because he didn't consider it canon. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think he had a lot of different ideas for... I think... With the way that George Lucas sounds, he just comes up with new ideas all the time, and yeah. he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Because it seems like things that they're like, well, I was thinking, you know, you hear like George Lucas was thinking about doing this, and you're like, but that's contrary to what he actually yeah. did in the films. Yeah. And you're like, so why would he be thinking that? Like, And there's also like, he thinks about stuff for a long time, too, because like, midichlorians were a thing, he, he had them in the story. From the get-go, midichlorians existed, but yeah. they only made it a, a movie, quote-unquote, appearance mention yeah. um, in episode one, or starting in episode one. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he thinks about a lot of crazy ideas and then he puts stored, them on the back burner. He totally stole that idea from it. the Bible. You I mean, know, I don't like know. Immaculate Conception? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the Bible. That's not well, Star there's, Wars. There's no midichlorians, but, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, I don't know if you know, but... Um, Jesus' mom uh, apparently oh, yeah. didn't do it with his yeah, dad. No, uh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Which is, yeah, he did steal that from the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> but anyways. Um, We're I, not I, a religious podcast I, either. We've touched on a lot of things today. That a, a lot of things. <laughs> anyways. we a lot um, of things. We're kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, it, it for this week. Yeah. Unless there's any more Luke Skywalker stuff you want well, to talk about. Well, mostly because I, I have to know. We, we have also to... have to go to the Imperial <laughs> broadcast pretty much now. Oh, my God. It's 730. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Show's over, folks. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See you next week or hopefully this week on Saturday. <laughs> Rogue Sons, a Star Wars podcast for fun. Rogue Sons. We hope we're your chosen one. We won't be on Saturday because we're going to be filming something. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Maybe we'll record early. I don't know. Maybe we'll get here on Saturday and record it. We'll see. Anyways, enjoy. <laughs>